welcome back to another episode of Just So Girls. Um, Aaron and I are going to be talking about a topic that I think every artist could relate to today, which is when you ask for someone's feedback and they give they give it to you, and maybe it's a little too honest, or it's you know not quite what you maybe needed to hear, or they don't see your vision. I think it's just knowing when to you know, let some of that feedback and criticism in and when to just leave it in the dust and know that it's it doesn't yeah. matter. And that can be really hard, especially if with loved ones or people who are close to us um, and as well as strangers on the internet. So Erin, yeah. I know you just had an experience with this with your mom, right? <laughs> yeah, and I was gonna say, like, I think that's like the biggest thing is with the world of social media, like we are inviting a place for people to share their thoughts and it's not even feedback like yeah. i think when it's like social media like you're just getting unsolicited opinions yeah. and you know i think you've you've gotten your bucket full oh, oh yeah definitely <laughs> my fair and, share but it's, yeah yeah and i think it's tough because it's almost like sometimes a, as artists we have to like keep a thick thick skin have a thick skin because people will start chiseling away at you and maybe it's jealousy maybe it's not who knows um but i've recently i've started painting a bit more lately and for one of the pieces is going over my bed and i shared it with my mom and my mom was like oh no don't no i don't like it and i was like oh okay well it's not your bedroom and it's not your artwork and so and then I kind of was like well why what what don't you like about it and she's like well I think you should add color to it and like that's just not my style like if anyone knows me like my home is very neutral color palette and the pops of colors are blue yeah (laughs) and green um so I was just kind of like and I heard that and anytime I do try to introduce color into my work I don't like it and which is something that I've like learned that like maybe one day I'll get comfortable with adding like bright colors and stuff like that but it's just not my space that I'm exploring yeah and with that I think it's also I think a lot of artists and Julia I'm sure you've experienced this too is like people just don't understand the effort that goes into creating these pieces right so if you like it or not like that's fine but I just feel like that's what discourages so many artists to not keep creating yes because they get this unsolicited feedback not from other artists Mm -hmm. or from other artists but it's a different style and like you and I were talking about we look at other people's art all the time and it's like sure it's not our cup of tea but like we can imagine that there is somebody else out there who's going to love it and so it's like I think as long as you're ever looking at art as long as you're aware that like yeah that's okay it's okay if you don't like it like in fact you really shouldn't like everything you see (laughs) like that'd be that'd be really weird and you would be completely boring if you didn't have an opinion about anything but that just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's bad exactly and i think that's like i even i think of like a piece i'm just sitting in my office and i like look over and i have a laser cut brain Mm -hmm. sounds crazy but someone laser cut this like out of black paper mm-hmm. brain which for most people they would be like oh cool but it means nothing to them like why would mm-hmm. they have that piece of artwork why would they ever want a brain that's laser cut it's such intricate detail like i don't know how this person did it but it was an etsy artist that i purchased it from a long time ago but for me 
it speaks to me and I love it and I'm obsessed with it. it's one of my favorite pieces I've ever gotten mm-hmm. um one because it's not my I, it's not my like skill set mm-hmm. um I can't even imagine if I tried to do that what it would look like yeah um but I think it's just like you there is pieces of art and artists out there that may not be your favorite but there is someone out there that it's going to be theirs right um, or it's going to resonate with them and i think that's like when we've we've talked about also in the past um having art with a meaning or not yeah like does it have to have a deeper story and i'm sure when this person created this laser cut brain there was no story behind it besides it's a brain um but for me it's a story right like it represents something different and i think that's something like Sure, my piece didn't resonate with my mom, mm-hmm. but for me, it resonated for me in multiple ways, and it could tell a story to me right. with um, the more abstract shapes and stuff like that. And abstract, I know, is not everyone's like space, or people don't understand it, which I totally respect and understand it. I've always just been obsessed with it because yeah. I think it's like challenging the world of art, yeah, art philosophy. And beauty philosophy, I took classes um, in school for that, um, which those artists just always fascinate me. And I think we see a lot of them out there. I mean, trust me, some of them are gimmicks, and I get that. And i like, okay, come on. Like, we don't need to be selling invisible art. Does that make you an artist? No. Like, that's just... And I, I mean, I'm even still trying to figure out the NFT stuff. Like, yeah, NFTs are still how. something that's. Uh, I'm. I'm definitely getting requests for them, and I'm like, I don't. I just don't know if I can do it. I don't know, but I mean, I. I, I think I will eventually, but I. It's yeah. It's hard for me yeah. to to get there, but and I completely agree. I think that, and it's your someone's like as someone says some people say like one man's trash is another man's treasure you know it's like so true. it's so true and I in addition to that like you know I have this story where my mom so I was working on this painting uh it was right after I graduated art school and I was living at home and I had a studio in my parents basement and I was working on this one oil painting and I really hated it and I had this rack of paintings in my parents' basement that I would like let them dry in and I put the painting in the way back to let it dry and I was like it was hideous I didn't want to look at it and then I come home one day and I look and up on the wall is that painting my mom hung up and I'm I'm like what like and she's like oh I loved it I thought it was done because it was drying and I'm like uh no it's like (laughs) I was gonna paint over it entirely like I hate it and I, she's like, why? It's great. And it was like definitely more abstract. And I, mm-hmm. the more I looked at it though, like that she had up on the wall, I was like, oh, okay, I, I'm coming around to it. I, I guess I like it. I see mm-hmm. what you see in it slowly but surely. Um, but I think I was too close to it, you know, to even see what was good about it. And then funny enough, I decided to bring it to one of my first art festivals that I ever did. And it was one of my first larger pieces to ever sell. And <laughs> I just love to tell that story because I think sometimes, like, once again, like, even you can also be your own harshest critic. It's not just, ex- mm-hmm. that's, it's also not exclusive to other people around you. Sometimes it's hard for you to even see the beauty in your own work because you can be, I don't know, I know I am my own worst critic and I'm super, mm-hmm. I look at every little thing I didn't do in a painting and because I'm aware of it, like, I've done every little brush stroke. And so, I, I think there's like a really tough balance of like, you know, asking for feedback, needing feedback and needing a conversation about our work sometimes and other times 
just knowing that you're not in a place to receive it or what people mm-hmm. are going to say um, isn't isn't important right now. Like it's not it's not important at this moment for your process and what you're doing. Yeah, and I so going back to like when I received this, like I'm trying to figure out how to articulate this. So when I I like I'm someone who doesn't normally good or bad react in the moment. I will just kind of like take it and then walk away and then be like, why did I just take that? Like, why didn't I say something? Why didn't I speak up for myself? Um, because I don't, I always worry that I'm going to overreact, which I don't know. I've never done that, but for yeah. some reason it's like this fear. <laughs> I can't imagine my... you overreacting <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, you know, I look back and I, this is why I want to bring this up to everyone today because I do think, yes, there's, there's a time and place to take, to ask for feedback, you know, Hey, like Julia, I'm working on this like piece. Like when you look at it, do you think the shadow is the correct perspective or do you have any thoughts to how to improve it? Like when I think about like constructive criticism when it came to like my art school and classes like that, there's ways to do that. The challenge is most people aren't equipped or understand how to provide that kind of feedback if you're not already an artist. Um, Or even if you are the artist, let's say you're like, oh, Aaron, that shadow is not exactly accurate. Well, that's my style. I don't want it to be. So like there's always like a reason sometimes for people But I do think it's very fair, like, if you're going to someone as an artist or whoever and asking for their opinion, be prepared for whichever way they they give you. Right. Um, The unsolicited or, like, you post a new painting on social media and you get these people just hating on it. I do think, and I I do wish I had spoken up to when my mom was like, I don't really like it. I should have said, like, I should have said something. I should have said, like, well, that's not, that's not nice. (laughs) Um, As simple as that. And I didn't say anything, but... You know, I think that's something that's very fair to, st- like, I don't, you don't need to get defensive. I think sometimes the defensive can cause a swirl or maybe a combative space, especially when it's a stranger on social media. Right. Like, Knowing your audience, like out. your mom yes. is somebody that you're obviously going to speak to again, and that is important in your <laughs> life. And so like yeah. having, giving her the feedback that her just saying, I don't like that is, it's like hurtful to you and then you know and you could even say it nicely like I know I asked your opinion you know I, I'm aware that I was the one who asked your opinion but um you know I guess I'd hoped that I know even though it's not your style maybe you could have said something one thing that you liked about it instead of whatever or just saying like you know maybe in the future I won't ask just if this is something since I know this isn't your style or setting a boundary and making it known in some capacity that like hey look if you're not gonna say anything nice please don't say it at all and um i think where where it's difficult is when it comes to um the internet you know like aaron just said you get all these people sharing their thoughts opinions feelings on the internet um for sometimes like i'll just have people who post on my paintings like you could do better and i'm like so could you. You <laughs> like, too. You, I literally just, I like responded to someone you just said the other day. I was like, you could too. And, um, and it's like, you know, some people, sometimes people just want to say nasty shit. And I think it's important to like recognize the difference. And when it's important to you, like, don't, I think it's important to not waste your energy, like right. on those people who are just here to say something negative. Um, but when it comes to somebody who's close to you and they're maybe consistently giving you feedback, that's just like not that considerate or, um, 
communicating it with them or setting them up for success saying like hey look i know this isn't typically your style but do you like this aspect of the painting or or just knowing that they are not the person to talk Mm -hmm. to about it and finding other people that could be better resources for you is really i think the best way to go well i think the challenge is so like for me like i didn't ask for feedback you just like showed it to her showed it if that makes okay yeah yeah yeah. i was not expecting a like i understand like ask i wouldn't ask anyone for maybe this is a bad thing but like i tend to not ask for feedback anymore because i don't either i i i don't don't ask for feedback i know my my ego's too fragile i can't do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i might but no i think that's like we don't necessarily need i think like you need to really live and sit with your artwork and like you said, we're our own heart biggest critic. And I think we're already hard enough on ourselves as artists of like, is this good enough? Will someone like this? Da, 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 that we don't necessarily need feedback. But when I think of feedback, I think of like the people out there on the internet or, you know, you post something, you share something or there's a piece in your house. Like sometimes I'm like so weirded out when it's, there was a couple of times that people are like, oh, where'd you get that, that artwork? And I'm like, was nervous to say it's mine yeah because i didn't know what was gonna happen on the other end right if they were gonna say like that's so weird or you know yeah i don't like like, it cool yeah yeah Yeah, you just never know um but i think that i mean that comes with the territory but i think it's just something like for me at least like i'm not actively selling my pieces so it's Mm -hmm. more of a personal um I don't want to say well, I'm going to tell you something. It, do, it doesn't get any less personal, <laughs> even say. when it is something that you are actively selling. If anything, it sometimes gets way worse because people yeah. then are like, how, how much title. are you selling that for? What? Yeah. You know, and then they have all sorts of opinions about like your price and like how you're valuing yourself and like that gets mm-hmm. convoluted and that's a whole other conversation and things we, it's something we talk about at length on here. But it's like, I think it's, there isn't really like I'm trying to think of like I really wish that I had a a quick fix to give everybody about like how to work through this. Other the only thing I can say is that it's time and experience and it's mm-hmm. it really truly is. Like like just like Aaron and I have discussed on here before like the first time we ever had a critique like feeling like we both were going to like cry and it was terrible and it was awful. And obviously as time went on, we learned, you learn how to navigate a critique and to know when someone's being just mean and overly critical. And Mm -hmm. when someone's being honest and giving you something that is um, worthwhile and that you could use. And I think that that's really what it is. And I think it's, it's getting that experience and being honest in return, like when someone does give you feedback that is yeah. is not helpful, just saying, you know, that wasn't helpful to me. It, once again, with people that you are actually, you actually care about and are in conversation with, that wasn't helpful for me. You know, I, I get where you're coming from, um, but I'm but I'm not going to receive that because I'm going to be doing something else. And like setting clear boundaries for yourself and also knowing when you are in a place where you would are open to receiving feedback and that might mean like taking a break from social media and posting your current art Mm -hmm. that you're creating on social media if you know i'm not saying forever i think you need to you know get yourself back out there and you may be pleasantly surprised by some positive feedback you get but if you know you're in a delicate place and you're making there's some sort of change happening for you it is perfectly okay to protect yourself 
you know, it's, it is okay to not open yourself up to feedback at all times. And I, that's a good reminder for everyone too. And I know Julia, we talked about this when your first uh, reel went viral Mm -hmm. and you were talking about some of the trolls. And then I asked you, you knew how many trolls there were, but you didn't know how many positives there were at the time. Yeah. Um, So I think that's just another friendly reminder. And I get it. Like I'm the same way. We're all human. Like we focus on that because it's, you know, where there's a flaw. You feel like there's a flaw and you need to fix it. It's like a yeah. blemish. Like you have a, if you have a zit, you want to cover it up right away. Right. Um, and I think it's just a reminder of like, well, look at how many people loved it. Like, and I, I needed to remind myself that too. I was like, well, I had like, so my DMs were blowing up for this painting and I actually wasn't like, and I was it was not for sale because it was going over my bed. Yeah. <laughs> I was just sharing the piece. Um, so I think it's just, you know, reminding yourself that, and I think that's like, been a challenge for myself and I think it's a challenge for many people um in the creative space is understanding that not everyone's gonna love it that's okay um there are people that are gonna be obsessed with it right and even as an artist understand like the landscape when you're also talking to other artists about their work just because you don't get it doesn't mean it's not you know good right um because someone out there is definitely fangirling or boying over it yeah I think it's like important I I really think the story that you know Aaron you were saying before like we're supposed to have thick skin as artists like I'm really tired of that story because like I feel like it just really ignores the fact that like we are it's like so we're not supposed to have feelings or emotions about our art Mm -hmm. like that's crazy like I mean if you were even in a work setting and someone told you that they didn't like the presentation you just did and give you a bunch of like negative feedback anybody would leave that meeting or review that they just got and be upset so Mm -hmm. like why are as us artists are we supposed to just take it and just swallow it like I don't I don't I think it's a self-preservation tactic I think it's something that we're told in school because they're preparing us for the world where people are really mean and critical and um, people are going to have all sorts of taste that is not going to align with what we're doing but I also think it's like you don't have to receive it at all you know like you Mm -hmm. really can just not even like you can be sensitive about your art you can care deeply about your art it can upset you those emotions are all very valid and real um but just knowing that they aren't true you know there's no truth you know there and when it comes to like the corporate space, what I've learned with the graphic design, um, it's like almost, and I, I'm wondering if this is why, if how we need to start looking at things on a fine art space as the same way I have adapted to how I approach my work in the corporate or whatever in advertising. So, and I think maybe it's because I'll start a design and then we have a review so it's not too far done, but it's still, you know, that's where I can work with my team and talk to my team. And I do it too. Like I'll work with other designers, they share their work. And then our goal is together to figure out how can we make, bring this to the next level. Mm-hmm. And it's never a, this isn't accurate. This looks awful. It's, that is great. Like I was like, did you explore this? Did you try that? And obviously it's so different when it comes to fine art. Cause it's not that you can just, you know, version up or copy and paste. So I mm-hmm. think that's a bit of a challenge and why I think it's, a little sometimes harder to take the feedback um but I'm also kind of curious if it's has any I'm curious if anyone's ever done this I have not but it's almost like you have you start a painting 
I've definitely get, had in progress like, critiques in art school. Like I definitely have had. I mean, like not like outside of art school. Oh yeah, I mean, like in the real world, <laughs> has well, anyone ever done that? I'm curious. Well, I've found critique groups like outside of art school, like okay, right outside, right after art school. Like I found this critique group and. Um, I would, I mostly would bring in things that I thought were finished, but sometimes I would bring in things that were in, excuse me, I'm nodding, in progress. And, um, I, I think that. Did it serve you? I don't know. I mean, I think I was in a really weird place post art school. So like I was in such a weird place for like the, the next year after art school where I was just so lost and I didn't know what I was doing and any feedback, like. I didn't, it was just a mess at the time. So I think once again, that comes back to you. Like I was not in a place to be receiving feedback. I just need to be exploring and doing my own thing. And there's a time and place for when you need feedback and when you don't. And I think, um, I do think if you have a group of fellow artists that you can start a group chat with, or you can, um, meet with on a monthly basis to look at work in progress or whatever, I think that's wonderful. Um, but just, and, and it may take some time to find those those people. It may not, you may start out in a certain mm-hmm. group and be like, ah, oh, this is not the vibe for me. And then have to find other artists that you connect with more who do a good job of making you feel seen and like you're not, they're yeah. not like overly critical. So yeah, it's, it's hard. It's <laughs> uplift you too. And I think it's more of like, how I could see, like, if I was doing... It'd be hard for someone with a different style to be critiquing my work because they don't understand the technique, whatever. And the same, vice versa. Like, it'd be hard for me to critique someone who does a specific... Like, I'm not a big oil painter, so it'd be really much harder for me to critique an oil painting and how to change it. Mm -hmm. However, I do think when it's something, maybe someone that's in a similar space, they could suggest a different technique. And not necessarily change your piece, but it's just a great collaborative moment of... Hey, have you ever tried mixing that modeling paste with syrup? Don't do that, people. Don't but you know, like, there's something that they might have tried and explored along the way that you may. I mean, I actually found myself going down a rabbit hole the other day on Pinterest mm-hmm. of people how they're mixing their paints mm-hmm. um, and like what difference, how like a one to one, just like because it's just everyone does it slightly different or you know different art schools teach you something different or you're self-taught and you've learned another way like someone they mixed in sand Mm -hmm. into their work and I was like oh I guess I never really thought of that um yeah I mean I've never really needed to mix sand into my stuff but it was just like oh and then they had these like little mini foam balls Mm -hmm. that they like mixed into it as well Mm -hmm. um I mean there was a few questions of like once it dries, does that like crumble and fall off? But, you know, but it is something that just a cool to like, you know, talk to people and share those insider scoops of like how you, I think that's great feedback for people. And it's not necessarily feedback. It's just education and learning. Share your exploration with others because I'm sure that they will do the same. Um, like, I've been using modeling paste. I've used different types of modeling paste. I The expensive one I like for certain things, the cheap one I like for another. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and, like, Julia, if you ever, you know, need a recommendation for right. modeling paste, <laughs> yeah. I can show you the textures. <laughs> you can look at them. Right. And I think there's, I think sharing, you know, resources is a massive way to grow a community because, 
you know, I feel like so funny enough, I, I do keep having people who, which is, which is kind of flattering. I have people who have been asking like, Oh, like, do you teach workshops? Like I'd love to take like a workshop yeah. from you or whatever. And I'm currently not at a place where like I want to be doing that. Like it's not, that's just not where I'm currently at. I, I think I also yeah. have a weird relationship with that just because I never. It's also a different skill set too. Not yeah. to say you don't have it, but it, it's just not. Just, just a because different you skill set. Paint doesn't mean you want to teach. teach. Yeah. And that and like also I have this weird thing of like I don't ever want to tell somebody like what to paint or how to paint because I really feel mm-hmm. like everybody needs to figure it out on their own in some regard and like you Aaron just said I think some people are cut out for teaching and I don't know I'm just too like I don't know it's just not something that like interests me at the moment and I think you need to be really passionate about it and maybe at some point I will be I don't know um I do think it's something that some people come to later in life but um you know I I'm still happy to like share some some of my techniques and like what I'm doing but I'm also just very like a a much a firm believer that sometimes it really does require like your own solo experimenting and it doesn't require like outside perspectives and you're going to learn so much more by doing things hands-on. I feel like a lot of art, if you're an artist and you work with like physical materials, you probably tend to be somebody who learns best by doing. And Mm -hmm. I think that that is the best method of learning is making mistakes, trying it again and again. And, and, you know, the internet is a wonderful resource. YouTube is there for you. And, you know, when you are in that experimental phase, like you may not need feedback, you know, you may just be experimenting Mm -hmm. and that's when you can ask about technique things. And, um, I think it's interesting when I look back at my, at my process of like critiques throughout art school I feel like it started off very technical like it was like oh this Mm -hmm. is a technical issue this is like whatever and then as I got better and whatnot it became more conceptual and I think recognizing like where you're at like maybe you are in a place where talking about the technique is what you need and that is I think a lot less personal sometimes when you're talking about technique and so I think even just when you go about asking people for opinion being like you know, ask people who have experience and just specifically ask a technique related question. You may not be ready to talk about certain aspects of your work yet. And I think that's okay. Like, I think that there will come a time and a place where that is, is needed and you're, you know, and you'll know when you're there and don't push yourself past that. Um, yeah, I think just really being in tune with where you are at currently, what you are capable of handling, um, and knowing when to just leave certain feedback in the dust and knowing that it's not helpful, you know? Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And I really like that thought of like, for the, I mean, not everyone goes to art school and knows like how it's exactly what you said. Like it starts with the technique. Like I had to paint 50 shades of gray and there was a right and wrong way. Let me tell you, because Mm -hmm. I learned, um, so practicing those certain things can help, but sometimes that practice comes through exploration too. Yeah, or um, maybe so sure really you can, bore like, you to yeah. actually sit there and actually paint Fifty Shades of Grey. So you need to actually make actual paintings that, you know, whatever. Like everyone learns differently. No one's gonna count Fifty no. <laughs> Shades of Grey in your painting. No. So uh, no, it's so true. Yeah. yeah. So I hope that that is like helpful in some regard in terms of just and also just like. If someone's just being mean, screw them. Like literally, just screw them. Like I'm, like I'm just. That's that's moral of moral the story. story. Like just, just don't listen. Like just plug your ears and go na 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 na. So many I people, can't hear you. if they see you being successful or doing something, they just 
people like to tear people down who are doing what they love. It's really awful. And I and it's just I've become yeah. way more cynical about the world since my, you know, <laughs> being on the internet. But some people just are that way. They just really like to bring you down and and just know that that they're not just sending those those mean messages to you. They're sending them to everybody and sometimes mm-hmm. people who It's not you. It's not you. So carry on and you will find your people and um, we're here for you. <laughs> so but on that note, um, with feedback, please drop us a review and keep in mind, be kind. Be kind. <laughs> um, but yes. we'd love to always hear from all of you. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. However, you can always slide into our DMs. Let us know what you want to listen to, what you want to hear, and what you want us to talk about next. All right. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.